watching Prohibition fall down. All right, it's time to wake and bake. And the auto quality is going to be top notch, Scotty, because I got my wick and I got my candle lit already. I'm not going to need my lighter all show. Damn, Where's man. your candle? Where's your candle? You got your shit together. You got mine's on order, okay? Six to eight weeks. Western Red Cedar, Spruce, and Douglas Fir. Here we go. Yeah, I'm only I'm only Yankee Candle Company over here, okay? From America. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, guys. This is Wake and Bake. Get something to toke on. Roll up. Get iry. I'll give you the show rundown today. Um, we're going to talk a little about what's up with uh, name brand strains and their fancy descriptions and flavors. You had a little talk with nice guy Kenny about this? Yeah, we were just hanging out, and I was showing some of the fancy stuff, and we were just reminiscing. Ooh, hey, what, what strain is that? Is this Bubble Shishkaberry Backcross? <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it just was. It was interesting having someone come up from a very, uh, a very immature market. I guess they've got dispensaries there. The bud really isn't that great, and you know the quality of everything really isn't that great. So I see him come up here, and I kind of just wanted to see if he would differentiate from mid grade to super high grade stuff. And it was just interesting. Plus, it's South Florida. It's a different market as well. It's not kind of like, you know, Southern California. There's a little bit of different going on with the way people like their things sometimes. Yeah. I like the diamonds and sauce, but all diamonds. All diamonds, huh? All right. You're also going to talk about, this guy's got a little more book report on this book titled Irresistible, The Rise of Addictive Technology and the Business of Keeping Us Hooked. Dude, I'm always talking to you about, oh, screens are great. And you're always telling me about, oh, I can't stand the screens. They're, they're hooking everybody. Everybody's stuck in the screens. Dude, it is so by design and this book just this has some interesting stuff to say i think it will make good conversation cool tie a little food in there too right the uh, the addictive things with food uh, you're addicted to everything i mean i'm not that you're addicted americans are addicted to everything whether you're addicted to your phone or video games or nicotine or and then there was a huge one with sugar or not even sugar food in general you know, so it's just kind of weird. You know, think about how many times people will eat when they're not really hungry, just kind of to do something to do. And boredom is uh, boredom is dangerous. Uh, in the news, we have Arizona adult use ballot initiative qualifies for the 2020 ballot. Good news. And then a study: migraine patients report some uh, symptom relief following herbal cannabis inhalation. Are you sure? I call it pure flower. They call it herbal cannabis inhalation. Jesus. And uh, good. all these are pretty good news. Is a personal, and another story here, personal growth. How planting something can improve your health and well-being. Imagine that. How figuring out that there's other things living on this earth than you can help your <laughs> mindset, huh? Hmm. Take it to dudegrows.com before we jump into it. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. I am speaking in the future right now. So if all has gone well, we went live on IG and Patreon and have given away the three HLG 100s. I also have message over on Patreon. Just put a little post up. You guys, I can actually message all the patrons who the winners are if you need to know. So you should be in the know by now. You good? Are you confused, Scotty? Are you following me? Where am I? And why didn't you tell me any of this happened, dude? I would have shown up. <laughs> uh, our next giveaway, man, Scotty, you said the M60 has arrived, the Rosenbaum M60. So I think we're going to do it up with the rocket there. Is that the, that's the rocket sitting right next to you still, Yes, correct? it is. Yes, it is. I have my oblique strategy cards on it right now. Okay. Get 
all of the, the recharge dust off that baby because we are going to give away the rosin bottom rocket on September 20th. Uh, DGC to enter. I'll let you know. I'm going to make a post here in a few days. Also, you get 30% off recharge when you sign up. Free seeds from Seeds Here Now, the best coast genetics. If you don't think they're good genetics, go to Seeds Here Now. Search best coast genetics and check out their shit. They got good gear. Um, what am I missing, Scotty? The good time of hanging out with the crew, building the community, and uh, being listener-supported, keeping this going, man. I just got this little nudge to just go at it even harder with this shit we dealt with with YouTube and uh, all of our shows, dudegrows.com or dudegrows.com forward slash support. Take over to Patreon. We're putting all of our shows up on there all the time. I appreciate that. Dude, you don't have to be ashamed of using your own ideas. Perfect. Perfect. I like that. Strategies, okay? I think you're supposed to look in the mirror when you say those. Dude, turn it upside down. (laughs) All right, let's get into the show and see who's growing some dank here. This is Tulsa Grown. Anybody can get your dank nugs up on dudegrows.com. This is posted by Wood Chuck Nugs. Says, yo, dudes, love watching and listening to you guys on a daily basis. Hey, respect to Tulsa. I was just actually hanging one of our really good friends over there, Cody, manager of the GrowGen in Tulsa. They are recharged up. Go check them out. He got them all shirts a couple days ago. So shout out. Has recently decided to join the DTC because you guys have helped me out a lot with the grow advice and humor. Keep oh, up thanks. the good work and bring in prohibition down. By the way, use a candle instead of having your hemp wick lighter. Everybody's jumping on this, Scotty. Like- I could. I could. I will. All right. I'm going to get my shit together. This is the last lighter you'll see, man. All right. I'm changing, dude. Yes, you are changing yeah, for sure. Getting all pro, man. No, dude, I'm gonna get really pro and just eat the edibles. Yeah, that's how serious I've that. gotten. <laughs> Wood Chug Nugs that you're digging the grow advice and humor reminds me of being in school. You always look forward to going to class if you had a funny teacher, right? Sure as hell helps out, helps you learn. Yeah, yeah. Were you so you didn't smoke weed in high school? Like you weren't the kind of guy that went to class stoned as fuck or anything like that. No, I did not. I was high in school high school, high. the guy that would, uh, you know, let down his guard while drinking and be like, hey, I'll just let me smoke a little now, man. Right. And then not till shortly after high school realized how to properly use and enjoy cannabis, mainly on road trips and going through the outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. I was never one of those guys either. It didn't help me. I was like, why bother going to class if I'm just not going to learn anything? <laughs> What are you guys toking on today? What do you got going on? Hey, actually, I've still got this dispensary bud going on here. This is the Primus that I got. That, uh, I don't know. I think it's good. I think it's, I think it's decent. I'm enjoying smoking it. But uh, I just want to get in a tiny conversation with, uh, about what happened with Kenny. Kenny came up from Florida, and we had all these different varieties of cannabis that were that I was kind of showing off, and I didn't really tell them. There was some loving in her eyes stuff there. There was some dispensary stuff, mostly with the concentrates, because the concentrates look really good. You know, and you can tell somebody, like, it was just kind of funny. It was like you kind of, Guru and I, remind us, Guru and I were talking about, like, back in the day, if you didn't have a strain name, you would just name a strain something so that people would have some, a way to talk about it. Or it know? would be like, buddies get a five-pack and be like, all right, what are we going to name this to try and sell this better? Yes, yeah, like lemons and berries, you know. But So it's just kind of funny. We were talking about how you can talk something up. And for someone that really doesn't know, they're kind of like, yeah, yeah, that does seem dank. And it was like I was thinking about like the uh 
the dispensary stuff that I get, like $35. It's this glowing orange, like diamonds and sauce, which is kind of, what's so funny? What Nothing. I, I just talked laughing at your description. Oh, yeah. Well, it's this glow. I thought maybe I, I, I faux pawed, but it's this like glowing orange diamonds and sauce stuff. And okay. like, I could never make it. You know what I mean? The, the colors of it and whatnot are crazy. Even that white, I think it's Moose Brothers or something, but it's just this white powder. And it's, you know, like color remediation, kind of just powdered yeah just powdered thc and it's trying to make it look like coke or what it kind of does it's interesting man it's (laughs) it's a little shady but it's it's not as bad as the sublingual powder (laughs) with with a razor blade for dosing (laughs) that's a good dude they're recyclable okay it wasn't my idea (laughs) anyway uh we were just thinking like if, if you were at the cannabis cup or something like that and you were I don't know, one of 30 judges there and you guys were all hanging out and they were talking about this soulless white powdered stuff that was, oh my God, what a marvel of cannabis technology. I can't believe they were able to do this. And then it starts with, wow, what a great flavor. It tastes so smooth. I taste tennis balls and rotten feet. It's so easy to just be like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. And it just reminded me, it reminded me of that. uh, You're already being imprinted, if you will. Your brain's being imprinted on some of what what other people are saying potentially yeah. before you even have your own chance. Well, yes. And then there's such this thing where it takes so much more energy to disagree with someone to go, no, no. Or to say, I don't get it. You know, it makes you feel dumb to say that as opposed to just going, yeah, yeah, you're right. Dirty feet and tennis balls. Yeah. You know, and it depends on the person. That reminds me, it ties into, you said it takes so much more energy uh-huh. to disagree. That's like when people ask in common conversation, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, you're not going to just divulge, man, really? I'm not really doing that good today. Let me tell you why. I know, right? I'll ask people how they're doing. I'll be, I'm just kidding. I don't really care, actually. Hello. Can I change that with a hello? (laughs) Hello. I'm just kidding. But it was, it reminded me there's uh, The Emperor's New Clothes. It's a really old story. I think it's a Hans Christian Andersen story from way back in the day, from like the 1500s or something. But it's about this, it, it talks about how people will just join a crowd to fit in. It's this emperor that loves lavish stuff. And so these guys decide to work them. And they go over, they go, hey, man, we're going to make you an invisible suit. A, a suit of clothes that's invisible. It's going to be so high tech and amazing. You'll be able to see right through it. And the emperor buys into this shit. He's like, okay, what do you need? And he goes, I'm going to go check up on this. I'm going to send my people to check up on this. And they're like, uh yeah, your invisible suit is being made. There's nothing, you know what I mean? But nobody wants to tell the emperor he's nuts. And then the (laughs) emperor goes down the street in his invisible clothing and everybody is clapping and what an amazing marvel, invisible clothing. And it actually takes a child, just a kid, to go, look, the emperor has no clothes on. He's naked. Kids are good for that. Yeah, they should. Pretty damn straightforward sometimes. Kids, kids will be completely honest with you um, when they're when they're under a certain age, which is really cool. And that emperor wears new clothes thing is like a really nice adaptation of what happened with Nero in Rome, where he pretty much played a fiddle while Rome burned from a fire that he set in the palaces. So yeah, I like that story. (laughs) It's a good story, (laughs) but it just talks about like how to fit, how to how people fit in though, or, or what I was thinking about. And when it comes to the cannabis stuff, if it's this, you know, if it's this boring product that doesn't taste like anything or smells like baby poop and everybody is celebrating the new baby poop terpene that was isolated and, you know, is, is, is giving awards to it. It just reminded me of uh, of that story. 
I don't think you touched. Did you touch on your Penn and Teller example here? Because I like it. Oh. Where you said Penn and Teller, if you guys don't know, you know, these two comedians, um, Penn and Teller's bullshit. This is where they served up super high end dessert to people and they said it was the best they've ever had. Yes. And it was really supermarket brand cool with flavorless colorless powdered extract. And that's what you're talking about. You say here, if everyone else is tripping out about it, it's human nature to want to pretend like you see it too. That was very well put. Thank you. That was Kenny, by the way, because we were just hanging out and he's like, you know what this reminds me of? Because, you know, all these extracts and all these brands and fancy names and everything. Because we grew Gorilla Glue, uh, not Gorilla Glue. Um, Gosh, what was it? What G13 we grew. And then we like Northern Lights. And what the conversation was, I'll bet you a really great Northern Lights grown really well uh, would be just as, as uh, enjoyable as any of the strains that we have right now. You know, maybe that's a, li- a little far-fetched, but meaning that it's, yeah, I guess, I guess I'll go with that. And it was kind of where, where you're at. It's, it really does matter. The hype machine makes a huge difference on how you think about something. And if you're physically within a group of people mm-hmm. actually there too, it's even more powerful to try and be like, oh, if you're trying, if you're a person trying to fit in or be part of the group, yeah, I can totally is. see that. It's the fitting in. That's what, cause I mean, I'm telling you, it was that supermarket cool whip with like some berries infused and of course you got to use the word it's a compote and it's uh you know all these fancy words that people use and then you're just like oh i want to fit in my favorite one that people do especially with food is when they call something an aioli Ah. and it it literally just means it's that thing mixed with mayonnaise like that's all but but aioli sounds a lot better than uh you know mustard mayonnaise mixed together it's yeah. yeah it's just human nature. Really the opposite is. of that is if you're behind the screen by yourself in a room, you're willing to talk all kinds of shit. Here's what I'm going to tell you. That sucks. <laughs> that is, wow. You are so right, bro. That's the opposite of it. It's- uh, let me tell you what I'm medicating with. Um, actually, soon, I've been using on the side, I have a little bit of a blemish over here. I think it's uh, non-carcinogen cancerous. It's like a white. Getting, getting old. Skin's getting old. Right. Um, you don't want to get words, that checked out or anything. The whole free. I, I, hey, I had an appointment to get it checked out. I was going to come down to Washington and then the pandemic what, happened. I got to ask, man, what happened to the whole free health care thing? Um, I can go, I got if I want to go get a primary care physician, which I don't have, I can do that right now. I've been pushing it aside and then the whole COVID thing makes shit harder and more, but regardless, I'm putting the oil on it, Scotty, and I'm keeping track of it. It's nothing that's growing crazy. It has been helping a lot using this like really soothed coconut based oil. It's more of a salve, rub a little on there and have the neighbor say, dude, you got green shit on your face. <laughs> hey, you want to know why the doctors won't recommend weed though and CBD? Right, because it works for a lot of shit. No, but you you can understand that they're like, oh, dude, I've got people that have you know whatever melanomas that are rubbing it on there and uh, and not coming to see me and getting them cut out. I can see why a doctor'd be pissed. Well, I was talking to the neighbor about, and this. I hope you don't like, have melanoma, by the way. I like the uh, the. Uh, the oil it's really chill just using it as a topical uh, and the name that makes it said he actually has like you know older people i don't know retired 60s that want his like two-year-old weed like i don't have the bag right now he brought me a bag i'm like dude 
I'm good. I know you're just trying to be nice, kind of, because it's like something from Two Year Old Outdoor. You right. open it, you know, like, okay, you know, whatever. And he's like, I got, you know, go a bunch of old folks that really dig it because it's mellow for them. Um, a lot of the like, he's saying strong stuff. They're not liking it to get into. So I had right. today. I got a couple. I got uh, enough sitting around to share. I gave him a couple ounces of my one to one healer, fresh uh, for my last tent harvest. Right. Um, and he's gonna try and make a really chill oil. So I'm pumped about that, um, and I'll get back to you on it. I like the, the old folks like the weed that doesn't get them high. I want to take the one-to-one oil as just a straight, to, to not just straight oil. Like I want to be able to cook with it and enjoy just something smooth that's more for me and preventative to eat sure. than trying to get high at all. I'm just saturating. I'm just helping the endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Be careful cooking with that cannabis. I uh, I cooked with it and tried to just like pull it off like there was nothing in it and it just you they everything just tasted like weed everything tasted like weed it depends on the source of the the oil you're using if you make like a coconut or olive oil infusion with some like really clean shatter or distillate right. or something like that then really not that much cannabis taste to it and it's actually pretty good if you just use like butter that you soaked in right. uh, uh, your like lowers off the plant it's gonna taste like weed, like a it lot. It goes good like with some dishes. Like weed. I'm just remembering. Some- Go ahead. Oh, I'm just remembering the cannabis honey that was gifted to us, and it had THC in it. And I don't know what this, what was going on here, but it tasted like weed honey. And then I, I needed, I had a recipe, and I needed honey, just like a tablespoon, I, you know, big fucking batch of whatever cookies or whatever, and I ran out of honey. So I was like, dude, I guess I'll use this stuff for just one tablespoon and get away with it. Dude, the entire batch of cookies tasted entirely like weed, man. <laughs> it was like, uh, uh. I don't right. mind the taste. I could do like teriyaki stir fry veggies with side of weed taste. I'm fine with that. It, it's a good pairing. It works. Hey, if, if you can get down uh, mushrooms, you can get down anything. Yeah. Like, like if you're willing to deal with that for what you get from it, like a little bit of weed taste in your food, not Mushrooms that bad. Mushrooms are not that bad. It's like a, a gone bad saltine. Uh, I think bad. I think it depends on the part of the country you're used to. If it's somewhere where they got a lot of cows and cow shit and it's kind of humid, uh, sometimes it, t- it tastes like cow shit. Yeah. Mushrooms are horrible tasting, man. Yeah. I mean, the one <laughs> the ones grown out of like a mushroom kit – tastes pretty good because it's sterile and clean and there's no cow shit in there but the ones that grow in a cow shit like tastes like cow shit i can't believe that never uh, occurred to me that the ones on grow that grow on cow shit probably have cow shit in them hmm. i have a couple of good comments here these are off of dudegrows.com um when we post the videos up there you are able to comment on those posts um this is in from blue kiss garden Head gnome. All right. Thanks for saving me a bug search guru. I have an aphid issue in my outdoor grow. I've been slothy and fixing. I love that adjective. And today I found several larvae and thought they were probably a ladybug, but took a photo to be sure. Slothy, slothy looking it up to. Okay. Listen to the podcast first. So I guess he's talking talking about when you were saying maybe he's thinking he had aphids, but they are ladybug larvae. Uh, without seeing the picture, it's kind of hard to tell, but uh, I, that's kind of what I'm taking from it is that yeah. he thought he had some pathogenic bug on there, but it, realistically it was just a, a ladybug nymph uh, ready to kill a ton of aphids. Well, the uh, that would be bad. I would have a bad day if I realized I sprayed like peripherum for aphids and they were ladybug larvae. Yeah, you would feel bad, wouldn't you? 
I would. I have not killed much lately other than the corn earworms, which I'm still not sure if that's what they were in my garden. Anything once they're on my mature buds, I'm willing to take it and kill it. Except spiders. I think spiders are all good up in the flower garden. Spiders, yeah. uh, praying mantis, they're pretty cool. I've become friends well, with the spiders over here, and like I decided not to kill them. Now everything is fucking covered in spider webs every day, man. You know, it's like they rebuild them every day. If it's a black, f- if it's a black widow, I'm gonna kill it. We're fighting for uh, turf now. We're fighting for turf. I like the webs to catch the mosquitoes. All the spiders, I because they make. I have just a pre-programmed memory now for the doors I walk out of my house or going into the grow shack because every third day there's definitely a big web you can walk into somewhere. Or usually if it's at nighttime last night, I didn't have the light. So I walk, you just walk with your arm in front of you. Like right. <laughs> it is pretty bad getting them on your face, you know, and you know they're in your hair, mouth, and ears. Yeah. Well, f- full spectrum connoisseur here commented is going to transition us into your what's growing on. He says the brain lights up the same way with cocaine as it does when people smell Mickey D fries. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I, that is a per- perfect uh, segue because, dude, your brain lights up. You were talking about the whole screens. That's why I just was reading this book. Uh, by the way, it's, it's by Adam Alter, and it's Irresistible, The Rise of Addictive Technology and the Business of Keeping Us Hooked. I love the title. It really it hooked me, you know? I mean, I see what he's doing there, but we'll talk about our kids with the video games and just... Uh, just playing video games and, and just putting your head in a screen. For, well, actually, the social media is just as bad as the video games, but just how addictive things are. And I was like, started reading this book, and it's by design, like completely by design. Like these, they were talking about, I, I don't really get into these games at all. There was a guy, it starts out with Flappy Cat, I guess, was some kind of game you played. Flappy Bird. Flappy yeah. Bird, okay. You can't get it anymore. Because the guy pulled it down. The guy who made it pulled it down because there was like people were like i can't sleep i keep using this game and then their husbands would come on and be like you're worse than a heroin dealer and so he's like he really felt bad about himself so he pulled the game down hey you can uh it's kind of crazy if you have an old phone with that game still on it it's worth like five times as much as it normally would be because people will pay that much to try and have a phone with flappy bird on it i have an old iphone 5 with it on there if anyone's interested let me know (laughs) Flappy Bird or Flappy Cat? Flappy Flappy Bird. Sorry, I screwed up, man. I screwed up. The problem is, part of that to tie in is it's like your brain (coughs) wants to be entertained. Um, You need to be doing things. I guess the stimulus, like I hear my kid was playing some shoot 'em up game last night where he has the volume up on the, it's like, Jesus, you're walking through the living room and it sounds like I'm walking through a war zone, like full machine gun and. No, but that's badass. I I got to jump in though, because each time he's shooting something and each time it's going win, it's like this little, it's the same part of the brain when you snort some cocaine. You know, when when you it's that pleasure sensor and it's releasing just these little microbursts of pleasure. And what so happens, it's kind of like go ahead. Oh, it's just gonna say it's very easy to get addicted to that. Where if you're playing flappy birds and you keep on hitting I don't know what it is, but you keep on hitting the birds and you're going, Yes, you did it, you did it. And it's every it's like these little attaboys all the time. I, I saw a study on video games and adrenal responses right? not too long ago, looking at FIFA, the video game the soccer game, FIFA specifically. Uh scoring a goal in FIFA in like a contested match, like where one person isn't like beating the shit out of the other person. Right. Uh the adrenal response is only eclipsed by combat and sex. 
AF. Which is just kind of crazy that like there's that much like uh, your brain is in control of. Yeah, I, I believe it, man. I mean, they're really good at triggering responses from these things, and then they can do it over and over again. And it was just and the problem. The problem is just hold on. Is yeah. that the, you're getting the like my brain is being rewarded with all kinds of quick crazy shit when I go mountain biking, snowboarding. Sometimes I don't know, just visual stimulation actually while hiking and looking through woods. It's video games, and I don't want to shit on them. They have their place, but it's just so easy for people to be. I'll just say a slack ass, not to, to get up and go exercise or do something is something that's not easy. A lot of times, sitting there getting your brain stimulated while getting no physical activity is pretty easy and it has to tie into the addictiveness of it because I mean tying physical activity which used to be what it was to a degree if you wanted to you're gonna go out and I say you know instead of shoot them up game go to the paint I go play some paintball um, other ways to fully engage with your brain hunting would be a great example but <laughs> That's quite those are different. harder. Those are more involved. But those are quite different things. Going and playing with your friends. Yeah. You know, Guru pops on it on the whatever the is a PlayStation, whatever the hell it is, and plays with his friends and hangs out and bullshits for a little bit. Yeah. That is cool. It's just crazy how addictive it is and how like the idea is to get you addicted with these micro rewards. And so like it's the only one that like actually plays video games out right. of us. There are certain games that are going to be a lot more addictive uh, than other ones or types of games. And some of them like they had to make laws because they were kind of predatory in the way they did uh, getting new things. Like you could buy a random chance to get something. And that got a ton of kids just <laughs> racking up charges on their parents' credit cards for it. Um, but there's also like a good aspect of video games where it's uh, kind of a contest of depending on the game hand-eye coordination and decision-making versus another person. Like, I specifically, like, competitive video games are a lot less addictive uh, for, like, trying to get you to get a reward than it is trying to beat the other person at it. I thought it was crazy. All the different... That's just one... This this book, I think, is going to... I've only read a chapter or two. going to turn into how, mm. you know, your phone gets you so addicted. But they were just talking about addiction in general. Just like we were talking about set and setting, the people you're hanging out with and where you're at will... Uh, you know, designate what you're going to say about a strain. If I'm hanging out with Willie Nelson and he's telling me about his white bleached crap fucking uh, extract, and be like, wow, this is great, Willie, you know, wow. <laughs> Dude, that book was talking about uh, uh, Vietnam. People got, like, I think they said 20% of the GIs that went there got addicted to heroin in Vietnam. And by the way, that's what the drug war, I think, is really about. I don't really understand that whole 1971 Nixon drug war. They fucking hired chemists from Hong Kong to go over there and just take, like, crappy black tar heroin and take, like, make it into China white using like, an ether extraction, which is something I used to use ether. Frank, can't believe it. It blow Frank, myself up. Frank Lucas, and they'd fly it back over in the coffins of dead soldiers. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, that was uh, kind of done by the, I guess the, I don't know who did it, but the idea was they would just like take vials of heroin and just throw it in like the GIs, like the girls or whatever. They go into a bar, they throw it in their pockets, like try this, it's good. Meanwhile, they're miserable over there. And so they start, people started using heroin. It was like a dollar a vial or something like that. So many people got addicted to it there. I think they said like 19, 20% of the people, it's what, one in every five. When they came home, hardly any anybody kept the addiction. 
You know, I, mean, I think they said five percent of them. Set, set and setting ties into that. Yeah, well, they I, weren't killing. They weren't hanging out in an army waiting to kill people or fucking seeing terrible stuff go on. Think about the study with the rats. Yeah. where the rat in isolation would just go to the. I know it's coke, but nah, same, same shit. It would go to the coke over and over again if it was by itself. Um, or I mean, you can equate that to being stuck in combat and in just a shitty situation all the time, uh, fearing for your life and choosing to do it then but if you put that same rat in like a rat city with a ton of really happy rats and stuff to do and like the spin wheel things to get on and stuff it wouldn't go to the cocaine it would just go to the regular water maybe just a little less it won't go at all i mean it likes to recreate yeah. let's be real I mean, there's gotta be a couple party rats in there and, you know, he stops at three in the morning you know he's got control set and setting reminds me i mean i guess it ties into uh, i was thinking so if the first time or maybe one re- time i had some chicken wings on the beach in hawaii it's not that those were the best chicken wings but the set and setting yep. imprints on my brain like damn i really like wings man yeah and it gets confusing after a while maybe they were the best wings ever Oh, interesting. Because one time I thought I really, no, these were good because these had like the blue chunks and things on them. I was with you, Scott. I don't know if you got them there. It was Telluride Blues and Brews back in the day. I went to get to I remember those wings. But those are, <laughs> there was a little set and setting going on as well. Anyway. Yeah, I just, I just thought it was really interesting because, you know, we're, we're always talking about, the, you're always talking about the screens. And then I'm like, dude, they really are. Like even to the point where it said like 60% of the people check their emails in the middle of the night, which I was just shocked by. But they go, that screen, it's what, a blue light, right? And Guru, I'm going to do a little spectrum talk here. But blue light is daylight. You know, it's like morning light, daylight. Light, you know, or it's talking about like blue light specifically, just straight up blue light, not mixed in a white light. Right. But something you kind of have to realize about most modern electronics and TV screens, they use LEDs. It's a blue LED with a phosphor that, that changes the color. So mm-hmm. it's not really uh, like that color LED. There's blue light behind almost every screen. Uh, it's kind of shitty that TVs default to like if nothing's on a blue screen that will like it really can fuck up your circadian cycle and everything like your sleep cycle yeah that's what they're saying also that the blue the blue is like a daylight and then the red our minds been conditioned of like fire like a campfire at night candlelight sunset those are all red end of day lights and so they're kind of supposed they're supposed to put you you know, into a sleep mode, I guess. And so it's really screwing things up. And I found that really interesting. Uh, there's a lot to, to uncover. So stay tuned, man. That's chapter one. Do you think one addictions, though, or being addicted to things, is, is that a bad thing? I, you know what? I... Yeah, I think it is because it's like a compulsion where you can't stop, you can't think about it, and whatever, man. Nicotine's an entropic. (laughs) (laughs) You want to hear the crazy? So we think about nicotine as an addiction, uh, whatever, alcohol, drugs, food. Whatever, beer eventually turns into Nyquil. Oh, good, (laughs) dude. Food. I'm hanging out with my buddy Kenny, who's he's like a bodybuilder. I don't think he's really super into it now, but he still eats that way. And I'm all like, oh man, we're doing the show. I forgot to eat. Let's go eat. And he was like, oh, it's okay, man. I don't really need to eat today. I ate these bars. 
and they're just like sustaining bar. You know what I mean? Like some kind of new, you know, power bar kind of thing. And I was like, wow, you get these. And like, we'll even go out to some brilliant restaurant. And he's just like, I'll have the boiled chicken, please. You know, I'm like, he just he gets zero pleasure from food, man. You know, he has a zero. Like, hmm. I'm kind of addicted to getting to eat something decent every day. Um, the way I look at it, you could die tomorrow and you're not going to want to die and be thinking, damn, I should have had that nice meal before i died so i mean choose choose, in my opinion choose good food over just about anything and good toilet paper why what's your last meal gonna be mine Ooh, yeah if you had that choice oh i don't know it's rough man it's like talk to me tomorrow i mean yeah all kinds of seafood probably sushi no Maybe I I don't I need a smorgasbord I need a, a whole like layout <laughs> spread of things I'm gonna be the worst person to try and please on death row. <sighs> I remember sh- reading about some guys on death row. It's like yes, and his last meal was this n- <laughs> number three from Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> that could be. I'm gonna tell you that Colonel got some good recipe over there, man. I don't have an. I mean, I shouldn't say I don't have an issue. You do have to watch your addictions. You know, I'll admit I'm addicted yes. to beer. Luckily, I have a reward thing built into my brain where most of the time I'm always trying to earn it. I'll drink beer after I mountain bike. I'll drink beer on the last set of my workout in the garage, not the first. But I'm like, oh, but I always try to push something to earn it before, you know, otherwise I'm just going to be down on myself and be like, dude, you're just a guy that sits around and drinks beer. Yep. Um, which doesn't work. So you watch, I mean, I'm addicted to, I won't say I'm addicted to caffeine. I sure like to have uh, one cup this size a day, which is like a 14 ounce or something of cold brew. I just got to inform you, you're addicted to caffeine, man. I'm not Every, everyone that if you use coffee every day, you are addicted to caffeine. Try and, and stop I, for, this is for not a, a problem. month and see how it, I mean, it's not a problem, but it will, you will definitely notice like, Ooh, maybe I'm a little bit more irritable or something from not, I mean, same thing with quitting nicotine. Bullshit. I can stop if I want to. That irritability with quitting nicotine, I've seen that firsthand. That's some real deal shit. Oh, that ain't no joke, man. Oh, I, I legitimately, when I quit nicotine, I'll turn into an asshole for like two weeks, and then after that, I'm good. Yeah, I, I there's two There's two weeks of like, I have to consciously be like, you're being a dick now. Stop yeah. being a dick. You're only doing this because of the nicotine. Scotty wouldn't normally buy you a new vape. This is weird. Something's going on here. Yeah, I'm not a good support structure. Like maybe you, maybe you just should smoke, okay? That's right. No worries. Hey, look, you left a new vape here. <laughs> All right. Before we get to the news, pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros, guys. This is a great place, the place to see all the coupon codes for some great products that are GDC vetted, used, field tested, such as the rosin bomb you can see sitting on Scotty's desk, mm-hmm. um, such as lighting that we both use. I got the rapid LED, HLG. If you want to build some soil, build a soil. Man, it's hard for me just to feature one guru. I just kind of tell people to scroll this list and see what you got going on because um, there's insecticide. Oh, I can't call Marone Bio insecticide, can I? No, yeah. it, it is yes, it is, yes, it is labeled and registered as a bioinsecticide and biofungicide. It's so. one of the rare people that actually did the work that you can. And bio, just to get bio. it, that is a lot of work to be able to have something as a registered uh, biopesticide or biofungicide. And actually be able to label that and list off bugs that it can help treat. Pretty cool. Yes. 
uh, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. We are giving away some seeds this week on the homepage, Dark Hollow from Irie Genetics. Um, this is a 10-pack regular seeds, and this is Irie Genetics GMO crossed with a rise. Um, and the description says, Dark Hollow makes tall plants with giant buds, dark leaves, and pungent aromas. Expects aroma, expect aromas of garlic, gas, leather, and fresh rubber. Those what I, that's what I say. When you read that, I feel like that's what I'm going to smell because I read it. Because it could be so many different things, but I'll have to try it sometime. Yes, and we did get into this conversation as well because they're not full of shit. When you go to the, the whiskey judging, you know, competitions or whatever, they can smell the oak and the tannins that are, you know, from the barrel or whatever. Is this an eight, you know, how long it's aged for? And or the. Does it have hints of vanilla? That's not full of shit. The man. craziest to me are the, like, master sommeliers with wine. Wait, where I they, say sommelier. Sommelier. You just kind of mix it up. Terroir. You're like, I just got the first part out. I'm just going to, yeah, the second part, huh? Sommelier. But those, those guys are ridiculous in the fact that they can, like, taste a, a fine wine and be like, oh, this is a 15, uh, 85% blend from Argentina in 1976. That's insane. From, from tasting it, and they'll pull out some crazy flavors that are in there, like pig fat and other random things. But <laughs> so like, that's but where like, they're getting and, this from. And it's not just, pig like, fat. Uh, independently. Two separate master sommeliers that haven't talked to each other could taste the same wine and would list off the same shit, which is, I mean, the human brain is pretty, human brain's pretty fucking crazy, man. I like to go to those competitive wine tastings, you know, like, look, smell, taste. Yeah, smell some coffee, spit. Go to dudegrows.com on the homepage if you want to win those seeds. Anybody can enter. Just use your email, enter to win, and uh, well, we'll pick a winner every week. Winner will be notified via email. You ever seen somebody get thrown out of a wine competition before, man? Sister Rosarita, your wine is atrocious. All right, let's take it over to the news. The news. They got some good news, man. I said I was scrolling Google, uh, just you know, typing in marijuana, going to news. And right. I'm not happy with what I found. So you know what? I'm going to go over to normal.org, N-O-R-M-L. Hey, I just got to tell you that uh, glad I don't. I let you do the news because I don't fuck with the news at all these days, man. I actually had Kenny over. Five days. He's like, dude, I don't know what's happening in the world. <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I've. Uh, ban- I'm pretty much two percent close to banning all news. Uh, I took a break the past few days. Not that I watch much, but it's just clear-minded, man. I mean, I'm just like, dude, just look at what's going on around you. What's going on where you live here? How is life? How are your neighbors? Right. That's a beautiful sunny day. Why the hell do I need to know what's going on in Beirut right now? Yeah, All right. Straight. All right. So out of normal, except this news, how they always will dig into some cannabis news. This is in Arizona. The adult use ballot initiative qualifies. Ding, ding. This is if we had the sound effect board for the 2020 ballot. Um, this was the one that the, the safer group or whatever was trying to get not able to put on the ballot. The act permits those 21 and older to possess up to an ounce of cannabis and directs revenue from retail cannabis soils to fund various public education and safety programs. Adults would also be able to cultivate six plants for non-commercial purposes in a private residence man. <laughs> Those with marijuana convictions would be permitted to petition the courts to have their records expunged. Very So cool. this is – I can only think that 
I hope it's going to the ballots, right? It's up to the people to vote on it, depending on how much more misinformation or scare tactics the other side does. Just money. Who's, who's better funded is what it comes down to. Well, and I mean, it's kind of cool that the opponents of this initiative uh, tried to find a legal challenge to try and stop it. And a superior court judge was like, nah, this is this. We'll let this get voted on. And it makes sense. Arizona has some of the strictest uh, cannabis laws in the country. Like even just minor offenses can turn into felonies. Yeah, you told me about this guru and I'm like, fuck Arizona. I'm no, never good. That's there, what man. I'm saying. You got me mad. I had, some, I had some friends that lived there and one of their friends friends, uh, Mexican guy, but a U.S. citizen, um, if you're within 50 miles of the border, I didn't know this either, they can kind of like stop you for no reason and check your papers to make sure you're not an illegal. Um, they stopped him, found a single pin cartridge, charged him with a felony because it's hash there and hash is just an automatic felony, which is just ridiculous for... So dumb. I mean, 100%. like the most easy and uh, probably better way to dose how much cannabis you're smoking too. It was just one of those dab pins, but crazy that they try and throw a felony for that. But it's good to see that they're like moving in the right direction. Statewide polling says it's going to pass 66% supported. Because I want to go visit. Yes. I want to see Kevin save its face. I guess he doesn't care. He's just getting paid to do what he does. A little run around, be a little anti-punk ass. Anyway. I don't know what. You think he really believes in what he's doing? I just, I just wonder. I mean, there's some people that are true believers as just as you know wrong as they are. They are true believers. And then there's other people that will believe in anything, change sides for a buck. I just wonder what he is. This is another good story out of normal, NORML.org study. Migraine patients report symptom relief, symptoms relief from following, following herbal cannabis inhalation. <laughs> All right. More than 9 in 10 migraine patients report experience symptom relief following cannabis inhalation, according to data published by the Journal of Integrative Medicine. Um, this was basically, let me read a little more. Investigators affiliated with the University of New Mexico as, assessed the effects of herbal cannabis inhalation on migraine in 699 subjects over a 32-month period. Man, some of these studies, I mean, yeah. okay, let's set up the study for four years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. That's almost 700 people. I guess one dropped out. <laughs> but uh, 700 this people. Over almost three years, two and a half years, that's enough to get some good information. Hopefully, it wasn't flawed in the way that they uh, they set it up. It said study, that? Part- study participants self-administered cannabis at home and reported symptom changes in real time on a mobile software application. Changes in headache or migraine-related pain intensity were measured on a zero to ten scale, and immediately following cannabis consumption, they reported. So, how do you know what was- a ten is? Because couldn't it always be worse? Uh, I guess you go with what your worst one was. Yeah. Thank God I don't have migraines. Uh, uh, researchers I would, that, that like one to 10 scale for pain, um, nerve pain. If you've ever had like serious nerve pain or severed a nerve or something, right. that is, that's, the that, 10. that's a 10. That's a, like at the ER, they'll give you Dilaudid and be like, yeah, he needs this. Um, oh, Dilaudid, please, man. Dude's kid went to the uh, hospital. She got fentanyl, right? That's true. It's for punks, Dilaudid, man. 
No, didn't you, didn't you show me that fentanyl chart? I don't know if you gave it to your oh, kid. Oh, that was just because we were in the – my daughter was getting some stitches, and I right. was just bored looking around the room. So I took a picture of the fentanyl dosage chart in case in an emergency situation you ever need it. But no, my daughter got no fentanyl. Oh, I thought that's what they gave. I was like, wow, they give that shit yeah. like candy. Like, oh, your daughter needs stitches? Well, give her a little give fentanyl first. a little fentanyl, fentanyl man. A little fentanyl lollipop here. Take a couple home with you. All right. The results, 94% of the subject experienced symptom relief within two hours of marijuana inhalation on average, they gained uh, in te- the 3.3 3 points on the 10-point scale. So they went, if they were at, you know, a 10, they went down 3.3 3 points. Right. Um, which is interesting to this. Wait, hang on. If I'm at a 10 or if I'm at a 9, it goes down to a 6. Wait, 3.3 3. <laughs> 3 on a 10-point scale is, Huge. that's a 33% reduction in pain. I don't for, think for your people. math is right on that. I think I'm pretty I'm just, close. <laughs> I think I'm pretty close. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's huge. I mean, to go from, like I said, 100% to 66% pain or, man, I just, it's not killing me, but I got one that's just keeping, you know, a 60, you know, two-thirds, whatever it would be. Or, I mean, for millions of Americans, that 33% reduction in their pain could be the difference between them, like, getting out of bed and uh, going to work or them just laying in bed in pain all day. Yeah. So, like, I, that, that could be huge. Huge for people, especially with people with migraines, where that is. Yeah, but the if you've ever had a migraine before, it is like debilitating. Yes, um, to be able to get up and go about your day, and I mean, be at a manageable level of pain, could be huge for a ton of people. I said stimulus. The stigma with this is my mother-in-law has migraines. She takes medicines that sometimes have side effects that are crap. And then the doc will want to try, let's try this. But uh, inhalation <laughs> of flour, hence putting some in a bowl or a wani, is still so hard for some people that were either brought up at a different time, have never smoked anything. And this study is specifically pointing at the inhalation of flour material. I don't know if a dry herb vape qualifies, but if you want more information, because this is some people that have migraines, this is titled, this is out of the Journal of Integrative Medicine titled alternative effects of cannabis flower on migraine and headache the full text of the study which i'm sure is some interesting reading um, because i've always been a believer in cannabis as medicinal as well and man yeah you can help your migraine change your world hey guru don't they charge a shitload to get access to those journals are those all free uh it depends on where they post it a lot of those journals are like $4,500 $4,500 a year. I remember, if, yeah. If you want to look at them. We tried to get in the one. <laughs> I think it was the the Journal of American Botanical Society was one of the ones I was looking at, and it is like $4,500, five grand to look at it once. Yeah. Hey, by the way, that's awesome. That is really good news. And this is how legalization is. This is why people in Arizona are going to say, man, I, I, I have headaches. I have debilitating migraines. I'm pissed that I can't get access to this information that they're getting in California and Michigan and Colorado and all, every, all these other places in the country. Oh, this is the worst. Sorry, just back to Arizona for a second. Worst part about Arizona is that they had medical like uh, there is a medical marijuana system already there, but they still, if you didn't have a medical card, would give you a felony for a pin cartridge. Jesus. Jesus. That's wrong. I got the good news out of the Vancouver Sun. I was just looking at some of my own news. Personal growth, how planting something can improve your health and well-being. Nice. This is a part of the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. 
we all coped in different ways. Some of us baked bread, others binged Netflix, but a big contingent turned their attention to the earth and got growing. I noticed this, man. I just have to ask, dude, are we done? Have we finished the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, man? I don't know. I don't even like the damn word pandemic, my friend. Uh, So so. we won't get into it. Yes, sir. Cool. We'll just call it the CV19P. <laughs> so new gardens were sprouting up everywhere. I've seen this in my neighborhood. I've seen neighbors that planted more. I've seen the seed racks like more empty than they've ever been at the garden centers and the nurseries I go to because that's one of my favorite activities is to get blazed up and go walk around the garden center. Hey, doesn't that make sense though? I mean, all of a sudden the grocery stores are are empty for the first time in a long time since hurricanes in Florida. The grocery Grocery stores had empty shelves. I mean, that'll and, and you're stuck at home. You have mm. those two things going, and it, you, what do you want to do? You want to make sure you have some kind. And of you got to teach your kids something. They're at home too, so right? why not? Yeah, you have to get them outside. Told you, Dad. I'm an indoor kid. Uh, obviously, growing food is one of the most rewarding thing. Whether it's a little easy enough where you can get a strawberry hanging basket, you know, something simple. Even if you just have a patio, um, if you have access to more space outdoors, I always keep in mind how much even work a four by eight outdoor bed can bring. Um, and if you, you know, watch your time. It's not a ton. Sometimes it is a ton as far as maintenance or if you got pests and whatnot. It's rewarding though. It's keeping you on it. Uh, for somebody like Scotty, though, please set up irrigation. Oh a lot of people God. that just they get it all planted out and then they just don't water it. I yeah. thought I was the guy with all the team here. I thought I was the guy that could handle no ir- you know, just like whatever, yeah. just no timers and whatnot. We plug the drippers in when we need them. Nope, I'm bringing plants back from the dead. I'm fucking them up. And <laughs> <laughs> ties into indoor space, though, too. Even if you have nothing but make the window that you have a place to have a few plants, man. It changes the room. I see this when I take my house plants out either to wash them sometimes or to like water them through really good and then I go into my living room I'm like dude there's no plants in here at all this is a totally different room the ambiance the green plant just does not feel as good so even just a few plants in the indoor guys get growing something if you're not most of us I believe are and if you can grow the dank grow that hey guru take a look at this video down on the Vancouver sun like if we hired somebody for recharge and they came out with that what do we say man would that be a do-over Oh no, it's looking good. Yeah, no, nah, we we, we can make we can make that work. <laughs> I don't know, man. Here, sorry, I, I was not showing it to everyone. Let me show uh, them what we're talking about. <laughs> what were you seeing? They're making cartwheels, and people are moving very. Sl- it's just it's got a very square chin. It's just weird. It's just generally weird, man. Oh, this animated video. <laughs> yes. What the hell is it about? I don't know. It didn't disappoint, though. <laughs> All right, I tap out, man. I tap out of that thing. All right, let's move this along to laugh here. We got some memes on dudegrows.com. Scotty's favorite part of the show, I think. Oh, this is about <laughs> to be your favorite part of the show. I'm going to laugh and I'm going to learn a little bit with this first meme. And What'd you find? Nature's Wonders by Blue Kiss Gardens. And it says, the leaf sheep sea slug is one of the only animals in the world that can perform photosynthesis. And I'm looking at this. It's got 
gotta be a fake animal. It looks like it's a hippopotamus, like a stuffed hippopotamus face, and then it's got these these I don't know antenna coming out, and then it looks like it's got leaves all over. It looks like a porcupine with leaves. Yeah, in the water. This is in the ocean. And, and the meme is that uh, I'm I'm putting them on my hair to grow my hair. I'm the only other <laughs> I'm the only other animal that can photosynthesize. I have that ability to regrow my hair and. That sounds awesome. I'm going to GMO that. You know something funny? What? These are real. <laughs> Here. Check this out. <laughs> Let me see this. So don't fucking talk over this chick, man. She's amazing. <laughs> they have this amazing ability to be able to incorporate chloroplasts from the algae that like they feed on and use them within their own body to perform photosynthesis. Holy That's fuck. badass. This That's, is the best yeah, thing on YouTube. They're going to need to like GMO this and I mean, can they GMO this into me? That'd be sweet. Never have to eat again. Just eat some algae and then be able to photosynthesize. I want to GMO one of these into the pug. You know what I mean? Just have a pug with that kind of, you know, that kind of leaf structure. These things are cool. Look at that calyx to leaf ratio on that thing. All right. <laughs> I could watch this all day. <laughs> Beautiful meme. Thank you for that. Thanks. All right. Come on. What else we got, man? What's JJ got for <laughs> JJ, get out of my mind, man. It's just a dog that seems to be, he's just chilling. Looks like Henri a little bit. Told you it was from the DGC. Only the dank. And I guess the idea is that the dog is passed out. Dog looks fairly passed out. Dude, I was working on the trailer. I was being all macho, working on the trailer. I had a cool one. And uh, it was me and Kenny <laughs> smoking a joint. About a third of the joint, and he goes out, and he puts it on the ground. And the amazing Dr. Fauci comes up, and just, just eats it right up, man. Like, oh, nothing you can do. It's gone. And uh, I was just like kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, I've done this before in the show. Can dogs get fucked up? There's the whole, you know, it has to be, cannabis has to be decarb for human beings to get fucked up on it. And but I'm like, not for dogs. I'm positive dogs can get fucked up on it. They can. I'm not sure the science behind it. I've read it before. Uh, weed does not have to be decarb for a dog or I think deer or other animals to be able to eat it and get high from it. I start doing the math on a 12 pound dog, you know, compared to like a 200 pound man and and if your dog's doing all right and you know what happened, keep your weed up from your dog. It's not cool to get a dog super high. Um, my dog is eating, actually, my first dog down in Florida ate some, had a little bit of hash off the floor one time that got dropped. And we figured it out. If you can't, if you, you know, otherwise you can run into some crazy ass vet bills that you might not need. I'm not saying don't be concerned, but if you know your dog consumed cannabis, more than likely, you're going to be okay. This dog is fine, by the way. <laughs> My buddy Kenny felt really guilty, but he just slept. Just slept till noon the way he normally sleeps till noon. So Perfect. All right, we get another one here from I Love Lamp by Dab Squatch, and we're looking like at a giant this. moth. This, uh, is that, this is that classic one, the classic where the guy's walking with his girlfriend holding hands, and then a hot chick walks the other way, and his head is turned. You know what I'm talking about? 
Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and she's all a little pissed off, and she's the don't trust the old HPS bottle. Yes, <laughs> and then the the moth and then me is just loving up, loving up to the HLG LEDs, saying you know I was well known moths prefer light; it's preferring the LED lights. I get. I was just about to ask why is Guru or why is he a moth? I guess it's not Guru. I don't understand. Yeah, the moth is the only thing that threw well, me off. Or moths like light, and they'll like kind of go to it and to the point that like they'll kill themselves with it right and it's saying that like if i gotta choose a light we're going at the hlgs instead of the trusty hps is that resting bitch face on that chick or what man i think that's just she's mad in that moment i don't know if that's her resting face it's like did you really just fart in front of my mom face she still looks good (laughs) all right Come on, more. What do we? Hey, this one was. This is definitely a guru one right here, man. This fucking made me laugh, man. Creepy. <laughs> but it's just Mr. Science, another one by Dab Squatch, and it's Guru, and he's kind of got like the disgusted look on his face, and it says Lux <laughs> Lumens Par, which are all very, I'm sorry, very inaccurate ways of measuring U moles per joule, and his eyes just light up red. And I'm sorry, every time I look at that picture, his face just start laughing my ass off. But he's all happy. Like when they start talking humors, you moles per jewel, guru lights up. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. One and more here. Lemon more GF. Always love Lemon GF's creativity, but you got to love <laughs> this guy's creativity here, man. Dude, watermelon. Dude, it's just a watermelon busted open, and there's just weed. There's a couple pounds of weed in that watermelon. It looks like they glued it back together. I dig. I dig. Actually, I think there was a bust with some watermelons the other day like this, but this is very creative. I thought you'd see the line. I know, but I guess if you're going, what are you doing? (laughs) You've got a whole bunch of stuff in the cooler, and then there's a watermelon in there as well. You know, going to a picnic, but you're driven 800 Mm -hmm. miles that day. If you're up at the picnic, maybe you're the dealer at the picnic. Uh, I will tell you, though, what I was just thinking as I said that was, you know, you would know how many miles this person drove if you can get access to their Google or their phone. I kind of somehow I got on a screen a couple days ago and it was Google had just tracked everywhere I went, when I left the house, how long I stayed there. um, And it showed it to me wide, wide open. So, God, that'd be crazy. All right, I've skipped ahead. I'm laughing too. We're gonna oh. we're gonna shout outs while we watch the uh, yes. the, the no knock warrant go wrong here. This is so awesome. By the way, this is another one that I could watch for a very long time. Uh, <laughs> this is so good, man. This is so good. All right, describe what you're seeing here. This, oh, like it's just these guys keep on break. They keep on knocking the door and keep on knocking and knocking and not, and they just can't get in. They're using like one of those battering rams, and I honestly think it's probably just one of those posters of a door just on the wall. No, whatever they did to that thing, they knew the cops were coming because there is like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why somebody comes out of their room. Like, what the hell's happening? What is going on? Yes. Uh, if you keep watching this, they end up getting a human-sized crowbar that they're continuing to have trouble with. So, I yeah, this isn't your regular it. door here. Politia. What is that? Uh, Italy, maybe? I have Holy no clue. shit. Wow, it's Argentina? so much fun to watch this. So much You fun. just like to watch the fail. I just come on. The cops with their no-knock warrants. I mean, just maybe they're trying to get in to save a missing girl, Scotty. 
Yeah, why do I always think the worst of the cops? You know, there, <clears throat> there really are some cops that help, man. Just go check out some shows, dgrows.com forward slash support, guys. Go over there, sign up, help listeners support the show if you had a good time, had a laugh. Let's do some shout outs to <laughs> some of those DGC if you are down. Yeah, who do you got, man? All these buds and lefties arm, all right? I got the Don and Irrigator E. (laughs) (laughs) Kitty B, what's up? And P-Boy Gaming. All right, don't forget about the Turp Tap. I'd go hang out there. That's a good name for a bar, right? And Long Breath C. Misty Grower and Mr. Grow It. All All right, stay higher, my friends. Until next time. I will catch you later. Take her easy, dude. You know? Take her easy. I got, I'm just going to see if they ever get into this guy's place or not. I don't think they do on that video. Uh, take her easy, dude. Peace out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Now if the big man catch you riding high. If you wonder why he hates the tank, just look at how he's been.